this episode, we're looking at the irresistibly snackable chocolate peanut butter bites. Once again, brought to you by Tea God, the Green Organic Dutchman. You're going to love this recipe as much as I did. I've been eating a lot of these. So welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. And I feel like I should revisit it every so often. I'd like to remind everybody why I say take control of your high life. Basically, because when you're making your own edibles, you are controlling everything about the process, how you decarb, how you infuse, what you infuse, your base ingredients, you decide what recipes you want to make. And as you know, by now, if you've been listening for a while, the options for infusing foods are as endless as there are foods out there. So when you are making your own edibles, you are taking your high life at the helm and guiding it in the course, the direction that you want to go. So I hope you find value out of this podcast and you're finding new and wonderful ways to infuse the foods that you love so you can get high the way you want, when you want, where you want, and all those things. So thank you for listening. And let's get into it with a little bit of housekeeping. The holidays are coming. There's lots of exciting things coming up. I feel like there's so many giveaways going on out there. And you know what? I'm no exception. I'm going to be doing a subscriber giveaway. And it's going to be around Christmas time when it happens. But you may be asking, March, how do I participate in your subscriber giveaway? I'm so glad you asked. And uh, seeing as that was the question on, on everybody's minds right about now, I'm going to tell you. All you have to do is sign up for the Bite Me Edibles Enthusiast email newsletter. Yes, that's right. How simple is that? The Bite Me Edibles Enthusiast Enthusiast email newsletter. And you can do that by going over to my website, bitemepodcast.com. And I think if you're on the main page, you just scroll to the bottom and you're going to see a form where you can fill out uh, your name and email. You are welcome to put in a mailing address too, if you want. That's totally up to you. I do encourage you to do so, of course. And that's it. And then one of those lucky people on that subscriber list is going to win something special. Actually, I might as well just tell you because why not? I honestly, I really don't like secrets. Well, who does really? But what I, okay. I'll back this up a little bit. I love surprises, but I'm also extremely curious. And I feel like I got that from my mom. My mom would buy things as gifts and then be so excited about them. She almost always told you ahead of time what that gift was. And I look back at that now and I see that trait in myself oftentimes. And I see it in my daughters as well. The one in particular one in particular more so than the other, but they're both pretty bad. They both definitely have that trait as well. They just get so excited about giving gifts to other people that they just have to spill the beans. I remember sometimes my mom, she passed away a few years ago, about three and a half years ago now, and I miss her every day. But some of these little things, they kind of make me smile and make me think of her. But she would give a gift and often write on the very card for the gift that she was giving would give a pretty good clue, often just tell you what was inside the package because she was so excited. So I'm not going to keep this a secret any longer. What you can win is a gold leaf cooking journal. And I love my gold leaf cooking journal. 
Goldleaf makes beautiful cannabis-themed journals and prints and cards. And I have several myself in my collection, the Goldleaf uh, cooking journal that I just mentioned. I used the Grow Planner when I was growing my outdoor plants over the summer. I used that, and it was very handy for keeping track of what I was doing. And I have also used their cannabis taster. So if I'm now that I'm working at the dispensary, I'm trying a whole bunch of new cultivars that we carry in the store. So this helps me keep track of what I'm smoking because like many a stoner, my short term memory is not always the best. And they have plenty of other beautiful things too that make fantastic gifts. So if you have somebody in your life that loves edibles as much as you do, these gold leaf uh, cooking journals are fantastic. And I do encourage you to check out their website. I will put it in the show notes, but I do. Um, I am an affiliate for them, which means if you buy through my link, um, I'll get a small commission for that and no extra charge to you, which is fantastic, a win-win, but I can also get you a discount code. I think the code is bite me. If you use that at checkout, you will get a discount on whatever you purchase through Goldleaf. And I suggest you check them out because the stuff that they make is really well thought out, well planned, and they have journals and prints for all kinds of cannabis lovers out there. They have ones for like, if you're using CBD and keeping track of the effects of that, they have ones for pets, all kinds of things. But the first journal I bought and the one I love the most likely is the cooking journal, of course, because I'm making so many edibles and it helps me keep track of what I'm doing. So I am doing that subscriber giveaway. All you have to do is join the email list. And just so you know, the emails that I send out uh, to people who are on this on this um, edibles enthusiast newsletter list, I send them out about once a month and that's it. I don't want to flood your inbox because I know how annoying that can be. And also it won't happen because I'm just, let's be honest, I'm just too damn busy between putting out this weekly podcast and my job and my family and all the, you know, social life and all the things and eating edibles. um, Never mind the fact that I'm talking about them, but I like to eat them too. And don't always get as much work done when I'm high as when I'm sober. I have a lot going on. So I don't have time to write more than one a month as it stands. So don't worry. If you don't want to participate, that's no worries at all either. I still love you. So that is the subscriber giveaway that's going to be happening. Now, other things that are going on as well. I had some aprons made. I'm super excited about it. I'm hopefully going to be recording some videos maybe soon, wearing one of those. So you might be able to have a chance to see them with me in it. If you are a, a subscriber already to the uh, newsletter, you probably would have already seen a picture of me wearing one. They're basically a sort of mid-thigh length forest green apron. It has two pockets in the front. The Bite Me podcast show about edibles logo in white on the on the front as well. It was important to me have pockets because I don't have AirPods and I don't plan to rush out to buy any because the one corded ones that I have worked perfectly well. And sometimes I don't want anything more to have to charge or to remember to charge. And so it's always nice to have some place to put your phone or the co- aforementioned cooking journal or whatever the case might be. And so you can find those over on the website. Uh, I'm still working the kinks out on that. So please be patient. But if you would like one, you can always just email me at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. They are going to be selling for $45 Canadian. And they are also made in Canada aprons too, which was also important to me because I do whenever I can. I like to buy my goods from North America as much as possible because 
uh, I'd like to, you know, help people make a living wage. And some of the stuff that you get shipped from China, well, I don't really know what the labor practices were when it came to creating those aprons. And I wanted something that was good quality. So I had the opportunity to um, choose an apron that was Canadian made as well. So if you want to check those out, you'll find those over on the website. I will link to that in the show notes as well. And finally, another thing happening over on the website that I'm pretty excited about too is a new website feature that I think you guys are going to love. I think I've talked about it already. I can't remember. Sometimes I record these podcasts like pretty early on and then they get released just so I can stay on top of all the stuff going on in my world. But the calculator, if you haven't already looked at that or tried it out, then please do so. This is free for you to use. I had this made for my website. It took some work to get this done, but it's finally finished. And it's essentially a dosing calculator. So that the next time you're making an edible, you can get some pretty accurate numbers as to the potency of that edible that you are creating. And this doesn't matter if you're giving away these edibles with the holiday season coming up, you may be gifting some to friends and family on your list. And you may be just eating them yourself, but sometimes it's a great way to figure out your benchmark. Like, where does your tolerance lie? Because as we all know, figuring out your tolerance level is a bit of a journey sometimes. It takes some trial and error. And and that is part of the process, of course. But the calculator will help you figure out how much you're ingesting in a sitting. And so you can also tell your friends and family how much they're going to be ingesting. So it's pretty easy to use. You just plug in the numbers and bing, bang, boom, you got to figure at the end on how much uh, THC is in the per serving of whatever it is that you've made, ideally. So if you use it and you like it, let me know. I'd love to hear it. If you have any feedback regarding it or if it's not working the way it should, please let me know because a lot of the times I don't know this stuff until somebody else has tried it and and uh, found some bugs with it. I've used it several times, of course, and I haven't had any issues with it. So as far as I know, everything's working perfectly, but of course, shit happens, doesn't it? Shit always happens. Uh, this year should just be called shit happens because, well... I'm not going to get into that. We already know. We've already talked about it enough everywhere, everywhere you go. That's all everybody talks about. It's hard to escape. So let's not talk about it here, shall we? But it's free to use. It's under the resources page. I'm going to link to it in the show notes so you can use it and use it as much as you want. Please do. This is a resource for you guys to help you make better edibles at home. So today we are talking about the green organic Dutchman chocolate peanut butter bites. And I did what was it the last one that I did by the Green Organic Dutchman was the avocado uh, chocolate mousse that was actually really good. I shouldn't say actually, it was very nice. This is another recipe done by them. The At the dispensary where I work, they had these little recipe books. Of course, I had to grab one because I'm all about the recipe books and finding new and interesting places to make recipes. And it's always interesting when it's these recipes were designed to be infused. Now, God did expect you to use upwards of six ripple powders. Oh, I just see this here that they're CBD dissolvable powders. (laughs) I did not use CBD in mine. I used THC and uh, I like them better that way. Although of course there's always a time and place for CBD, but the holiday season, the way that this year's been going, how busy we all are. Sometimes I really just want to chill the fuck out and enjoy a nice elevated treat. So really, you can do this either way. I personally find the ripple powders, this recipe calls for six of them. 
six packs of the ripple uh, ripple powders. That's going to be a pretty expensive recipe. I'm sorry, T God, but they are like six of them in my store. I forget how much they retail for, but you're looking at a pretty good price tag for doing that. So fortunately, you can infuse this other ways. And the, the powders are highly convenient. I'm not going to lie. They are odorless and flavorless. So you can add them into drinks or into food, whatever you want, just like this recipe here. But once again, they are uh, pretty limited as far as price, because once you start adding multiple ones into a recipe, I find it gets expensive. It's an expensive way to infuse your, your edibles. And in Canada, of course, they can't be any higher than 10 milligrams. Now, the CBD might be able to, but the THC, nothing is over 10 milligrams per package on the Canadian market. This may be different in the States, depending on where you are. But right now in Canada, that's the legal limit for edibles, which uh, for me is quite low and I wouldn't feel anything off of that. And that 10 milligrams, 5 milligrams, the 2.5 milligram uh, edibles that we sell in our store and on the market are effective for some people. And that's fantastic. If that's your case, then by all means, these ripple powders can be great, a great addition to your, your edibles pantry. And it's just that's just a really great reminder as well that your tolerance to edibles really has nothing to do with how much you how much cannabis you smoke it has nothing to do with gender or or weight or uh, any of those factors. It really is very individual and it's which isn't really all that surprising when you think about it. I mean, you think about some of your best friends and how food affects them. You have one friend that's allergic to dairy and another friend that's not. And so is it really any surprise that we're all that much different when it comes to cannabis? Of course not. So it's just a reminder. It's not a competition. If you have a friend that has a low tolerance, lucky them. I know people that have monster tolerances. And while that can sound impressive, sometimes, you know, when you have to go out there and find a 200 milligram edible, well, that presents its own challenges too. So advantages and disadvantages to each. I'm personally, I think around a 40, 50 milligram person that seems to be a comfortable level for me. So, and that I've found out through a lot of trial and error, which includes a lot of eating edibles. And of course, I don't mind that one bit. So this recipe, basically everything I had I already had in my pantry. If you're somebody who cooks a lot or bakes a lot already, you probably have most of the stuff for this particular one. It called for a cup of oats, uh, unsweetened cocoa powder, flaxseed meal, chia seeds, uh, Himalayan sea salt, peanut butter, maple syrup, vanilla extract, and mini chocolate chips. So I'm just going to make a note. When I made these ones, I ended up soaking the oats first because I've read a lot through various health and fitness uh, blogs and podcasts, which I listen to a lot when I'm not doing this, that soaking a lot of your grains makes them far more digestible. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this in this particular one. I haven't really eaten any oatmeal in a while. And so I soaked them, I think overnight before I made this particular recipe. Now this will change the consistency of what you're making, but they did roll up quite nicely anyway, but you could certainly add a little bit more of the, uh, maybe the peanut butter or the flaxseed or chia if you found that it's a bit too moist, or maybe you could just add a little bit less of the oats, but 
I didn't do that. I used the full cup. I soaked them overnight, I think it was. And then I used them to make this. And that was just to make the oats more digestible. This is certainly an added step that I included that isn't necessary. But from a lot of the things I've been reading, we should be soaking uh, and preparing ahead of time a lot of the grains and foods that we're eating like that, grains and legumes ahead of time to make them far more gentler on your digestion. So if you have the time to do that, I would suggest that it doesn't hurt. And if you don't, well, don't worry about it. But it is one step that I actually took. It does call for flaxseed meal and chia. Now, I happen to have both of these super randomly in my cupboard because when my daughter moved out earlier this year after being home during uh, quarantine, she left behind a bag of flaxseed meal just saying that she didn't have enough room in her new apartment for it. And I guess it wasn't an essential ingredient. So I just happen to have both. But honestly, I think if you don't have both, you could certainly just do one or the other. Having both is nice. But in the end of the day, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. So if you have flaxseed and not chia, just do all the flaxseed and vice versa. Not a big deal. You're not going to really notice a flavor difference as far as that goes because they're very chocolatey and peanut buttery. Those are going to be the dominant flavors that you're going to notice. Uh, peanut butter. I always use natural peanut butter. So again, the consistency is going to be... Um, you know, a little moist. It's going to be a moister peanut butter bite, but I don't mind that at all. And what I infused for this one, because I didn't use the cannabis powder, the Tea God dissolvable cannabis powder, what I used instead was infused maple syrup. And I did infuse some more maple syrup recently because I found I was just using it a lot. So I infused some of that and that's what I put in to these and it worked out quite nicely. So that's what I'm infusing. It did also suggest that if you found that the mix is too dry to add your favorite plant-based milk to the mix, and that would be nice too. So basically these cho these chocolate peanut butter bites are vegan. So those are a nice vegan treat for if you have a, a vegetarian or a vegan on your list for Christmas or for holidays or somebody you just want to share them with or for yourself, this is a great recipe for them to include. And again, they're pretty simple because like I said, this was stuff I all had already had in my, in my cupboard. I didn't have to go out and buy any specialty ingredients. The two tablespoons of mini chocolate chips, of course, if you are doing them for a vegan, you would need to make sure that the chocolate chips are vegan. I happen to use Enjoy Life vegan chocolate chips. And though I am not vegan... I just really like their chocolate chips. They're great quality. They're healthy. They don't have a lot of extra ingredients in them that uh, I'm trying to avoid or anything like that. And I just really like what they're doing. So those are the ones that I use. But of course, there's lots of other ones on the market. But just bear in mind that if you are going the vegan route for this one, the chocolate, chocolate chips that you use will matter. So you mix all that up in a bowl. And then basically you roll them up, you roll them in some of the uh, cocoa powder and voila, there you go. You've got your peanut butter bites and they're very tasty. Now I wouldn't say that they're overly sweet. And this is where if you find that they're not sweet enough, you can always have a little taste and add a little more of the syrup into it if you need and adjust the ingredients as necessary. I'm not necessarily looking for a very sweet tasting uh, peanut butter bite myself but it depends. A lot of it's going to depend, of course, on what kind of peanut butter you use and how, how that end result's going to be and whether or not you're soaking your oats or not. If you're using more of the regular peanut butter, not a natural peanut butter, that's probably going to be a little sweeter. The consistency is going to be different. They'll be saltier. So it just depends on which direction you're going as far as that goes. I used uh, the natural peanut butter. So 
there, these bites are not particularly sweet, which I really don't mind because I have a sweet tooth and I certainly get enough sweets in a day as it is without adding to it when I'm having my evening edible. I think that's about it. These chocolate peanut butter bites are classy, they're elegant, they are easily shareable, and you can store them in an airtight container for up to two weeks. And I have to say that I've been doing that. I've been, I rolled them up, I put them in the fridge, and I've been enjoying one in the evenings after my dinner uh, pretty regularly if I'm getting home in time from, from work. So I will attest that it's just really nice to have something quick that you can whip up and put in your fridge and know that you have some bites for when you want them in the evenings when it's time to relax. So give this recipe a try. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I would love to see your versions of them because I know I take, I do some of mine and I take pictures of it or sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I have the picture here that the Tea God little booklet put out. And they, of course, look beautiful. I look a little bit different than that. And they flattened out a little bit uh, in the fridge. But I would love to see what yours look like. And I would be more than happy to share them on my social media or with readers as well of the Enthusiast newsletter, Edible Enthusiast newsletter. So if you send me in pictures of anything that you make, I would be happy to share those as well. So that's it for this week, guys. I hope that you give these a shot. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends and family. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast already, please subscribe on whatever podcasting app that you're using. I always appreciate reviews. It means a lot. And I will read reviews out on the show and message me. You can always message me. I love to hear from you guys. What have you got to say? What do you, what's, what questions do you have? Do you have any burning questions? What plans are you making for the holidays coming up? Share all that stuff with me. And I would be happy to share that with the rest of you who are out there making your edibles in your little pockets of the world. Isn't it nice to know there's somebody else out there making edibles in their own kitchen, singing a happy tune? That's what I'm usually doing. Actually, when I'm cooking, I'm often listening to other podcasts, which isn't really all that surprising because I happen to love podcasts. But anyway, I digress. I'm, I'm getting off topic a little bit. So please enjoy this recipe. Message me, bite me podcast at fastmail.com. Send me a voice message too. All the links to everything will be in the show notes. Check out the new features on the website, especially that dosing calculator. And in the meanwhile, you guys stay high. Bye.